everybody. Welcome to another episode of Movie Talks and Chill. Uh, before we begin and do my normal thing, like we did last week, uh, Gavin is uh, absent with us again mm-hmm. uh, this week, but he will be back next week, so yes. we still miss you, Gavin. Um, he's not but, dead. Yes, he's not dead. Um, but we do have... I am Patrick. I'm always here. Yes, and we do have a special guest fill-in, actually a return special guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to introduce yourself, sir? Yeah, I'm uh, Doug Sherhart. I'm a uh, producer locally for Scatterbrows Productions, and I'm also the programming director for Sunscreen Film Festival, which you guys did a show at last year, and mm-hmm. we'll be hopefully returning this year. Oh, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Definitely we'll talk about there. that for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, no, thank you for inviting me, guys. Uh, I appreciate it, man. Sorry Gavin can't be here, but I'm also not sorry that you're here. Suck you, Gavin. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking in your job. <laughs> it doesn't pay well. Hey, meow, most, most of my jobs don't. <laughs> So today we, uh, <coughs> since we had you on as a special guest, you know, we'll get into the festival and what you've been doing. Um, but basically, just going to kick this off as kind of a free for all mm. uh, conversation. But since you are here, why don't you tell us? Uh, it's been over a year now, or almost a year actually. It has been over a year. It's almost yeah, a year almost a year probably since <coughs> you were able to join us. It was after the Sunscreen mm-hmm. Film Festival mm-hmm. last time. Um, but I know you've been working a lot on stuff. You want to give us a quick lowdown on some of the stuff you've been working on? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think last time I was here, I was I just finished up a movie. We produced then, and the sunscreen obviously was a big thing as well. Since then, um, I've actually I worked on a movie over the summer with Dennis Quaid, which was a lot of fun. Nice guy, loves to play golf. So if you ever if you ever want him in your movie, just tell ask him to play golf. Get him a golf package or something. Part of it. I, we so some really nice guy. courses around here. Oh yeah, yeah. And he can so, afford the so three thousand dollar tee. We're working on a couple of things to, to maybe get him here. Um, but yeah, we worked on uh, a film with him. Are you allowed to say what film? Uh, yeah, it's called Little Mouth. Okay, it's not out yet. Well, the name may change, but it's called Little Mouth. Uh, it was a sci-fi film. It's a sci-fi film shot in Grand Cayman, actually, the Cayman Islands. Oh, okay, on Grand Cayman. Yeah, it just was something where a uh, production company that we work with from Canada shoot shot a bunch of films down there. Uh, actually, Josh Hutchinson's in it as well. Oh, okay. And uh, uh, Isabel Furman, who was in uh, Orphan. Orphan okay. or whatever. Yeah, 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 that was on. Yeah, um, great, great. People. Everybody was super nice. Um, so that I don't know when that. I mean, it has a lot of effects. That'll be another probably six months before. It's <laughs> and the name may change. You know, all those little things that always happen. Yeah, uh, but I, they're starting to do a little bit of press about it. I think stuff. that may have been the movie you couldn't tell us too much about last time. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that was that. I think when I was here, we were still negotiating stuff. And, yeah, and trying to get on that. Uh, and then. I mean, we've done a million commercial stuff. We're right now, actually, locally here in Tampa, we are producing. It's almost, it's pretty much ready. Hasn't opened officially, but we're a uh, project with the Tam- uh, the Florida Aquarium, which is in Tampa, uh, and it's basically just like a video screen where this uh, actress tells the audience about uh, this certain vet room that they have there, and it's really, it's actually really cool. So oh, nice. that should be opening soon. Um, it got a little <laughs> delayed with the holidays and stuff uh, on their end, but also that kind of pushed us back as well. Okay. Um, so that was a big thing. Hopefully in the next like two weeks that'll open. Uh, and then right now we have like three movies in pre-production. Um, <clears throat> uh, we actually joined, we're actually teamed up with uh, a, an actor named Corin Nemec, who was in... Stargate. Uh, he knows him very Stargate, well. Stargate, <laughs> yes. Good friend of mine. Very good friend of mine. We'll have to make him get... We'll try, I'll try to get him on the podcast sometime. Yeah, that would, be, that awesome. would be awesome. Oh, he'd do it. See, super he, awesome. He knows him Stargate. I know him Parker Lewis. I was going to say, so <laughs> I was going to say Parker Lewis can't lose. He's done a million... He's also a writer and director. He's done a bunch of like Lifetime and like yeah. sort of made-for-TV movies. He actually did a, a made-for-TV movie called uh, My Name Is... 
shoot, what's it called? I don't know. It's about a kid. No, it's about a kid that was. Uh, he played the kid. This is back in the Parker Lewis days. Uh, a kid that was kidnapped, and I know my first while... name is Steven? Yes, he was I Steven. love that movie. Yeah, he was Steven in that. So, <clears throat> how the fuck do you know that? <laughs> I remember watching it. <laughs> yeah, so he's in that as well, which I was, and that, I remember that as a kid because I remember thinking <clears throat> as a kid how scary that would be to like you're kidnapped, you're forced to be somebody else, and you know you're not, but it's almost like you're a kid, so you're like, oh, this adult is telling me whatever. I just always thought that would be, like, the scariest thing. Like, yeah. yeah, if I remember correctly, I know it was this guy abducted him, but the guy had, like, a wife or a girlfriend. Yeah. They would make him, like, sleep with them. Yeah, it was a and weird And, and they had, weird then thing. they got another kid. Yeah. And <laughs> the the weird twist on it is, spoiler alert, that... For a 25-year-old movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, fine. you know, you never know. <laughs> uh, the other kid that was kidnapped, so they eventually escaped, mm-hmm. and they sort of stayed close, but the other kid, I don't know if it's because he was so whatever, he ended up killing somebody and going to prison for it like later on in life like oh. after all this happened like <laughs> he grew up and just from the like, maybe the trauma and stuff he just mm. unfortunately went on a bad path so that was the, that's a whole part of the story too I, and mm. I don't know if the movie was I think I may have talked about that in the movie but yeah it's just a crazy wow like, I mean I actually have to check that out yeah yeah because yeah. you could do all the whole stranger danger thing when you're a kid you watch that you yeah. never oh, yeah, talk yeah. to a stranger no it well like, that goes to my I mean, jokes I tell them. I don't like people to begin with so I'm staying away from them <laughs> well I always tell I told my parents this recently I said you know it's funny you guys always taught me all my life don't talk to strangers don't get in a car with strangers now, now we, I now, order my stranger to come pick oh, me up. Right, no, a stranger picks me up. A stranger drops off my food. Yep. You know all the all the things we were told not to do <laughs> yeah. are out the window now. You know we're putting our kids in Ubers. And yep. Saying oh they'll take them wherever. It's just it. It's how society changes yes. over time. When it's I was a, a kid world. too, like don't get into cars with strangers. Now go to your bus with that weird guy. Who <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody likes yeah. with a bunch of other children that yeah. can and, just kidnap you. And your bus driver is always the mo- the weirdest, shadiest person in town because yeah. that's all that you can get to do it to do the job. I remember one of my bus drivers like, yeah, I take nitroglycerin for epilepsy and heart problems. I was like, you drive children. Yeah. With that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. great. Yeah. Hey. I guess we're on this this bus ride called life. I yeah. guess, and yeah. who knows what's going to without seatbelts. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know if you remember. You probably remember this. Remember that old show on Nickelodeon? You can't do that on television. Oh yeah, remember oh, they yeah. always had the bus oh. driver scene. He's always yeah. like running over you something know, uh, or crashing. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That's a that bit show. My time. It was one of the oh. skits. It was all about like basically it was like a high or a high school. I it was, yeah, it was high school kids that. Um, it actually is what kind of started Nickelodeon with doing like the slime thing. Yep. Mm. Uh, it's a lot of the Nickelodeon sort of tropes that came out late, like that we all really remember came from the show. It's like a you know, Canadian show. I don't know how I know so much about this dang show, but <laughs> I remember as a kid loving it, but I also remember it was also one of those shows that was so weird that even my parents were like, should we be letting you yeah. watch this? <laughs> like it just had these weird animations, very Monty Python esque yeah, a little yep. bit too, a little bit of like. I remember all of that, which was basically a child's version of SNL. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, they always had different skits. So they had like the bus driver one. They had the the the, sh- the cook and, and the oh, cafeteria. The uh, Barf was his name. And he always made the most gross. disgusting thing. Yeah. Food. Yeah. The food was always like sloppy. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Oh. Green and yellow and all this oh, weird yeah. stuff. And then they, they would always have a bit where they would talk to each other in the lockers. Yeah. Like they'd open the locker. They'd all be inside. Like, I remember hey, that. Hey, Jen. Like, yeah. And she'd close it. Yeah, Bobby. And they'd like all. I remember that. <clears throat> so right, you so probably saw it. It was probably on Nickelodeon for like 20 years. Like, yeah. Oh, even a syndication. And they, uh, that's where they did a word of the day, or I think it was word of the day. You'd say the word, if someone said that word in mm. the show. Oh, they got slime. They got slime. <laughs> yes, okay. Yeah, yeah. 
So that's where that came from. And that went on to go to all that, did that, all these mm-hmm. other shows. They did it at their... And now they even friends. do it when they, they air um, football games now, but they... <laughs> yeah, the they, slime time. They, they, yeah. The they Nickelodeon like, slime time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's well, that's what that's weird from. as hell. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> so, but yeah, just to get back... Uh, yeah. We partnered... No, no, that's fine. That's what this is all about. Uh, we partnered with him. We're working on a couple features this year. Uh, can't talk too much about him, but... We have three or four lined up. Oh, so wow. work with them. Corn now lives in Clearwater, actually. Oh, okay. So, uh, where I'm moving to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, actually, it's more Bel Air area. So, the other. Oh, he's in the yeah. Ritz part of well, Clearwater. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is corn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Say, you know? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, great guy. So, like I said, I'll, I'll try to get him on the podcast at some point. Yeah, that'd uh, be fantastic. Yeah. That, he'd probably do it. He's super cool. He loves his fans. He does all these, uh, all those conventions and stuff all the time. Oh, that's He's awesome. actually going to France, I think, in like. Two weeks to go to some like Comic Con thing they're doing or whatever. Nice. Stargate mainly for those those ones. So real life problems. I really, yeah, yeah, real life I, I problems. Go yeah, for for this oh, I gotta go to France right? for a couple Jesus weeks. Because you know, we were trying to find it, figure out a schedule because he's acting in this thing that we're working on. So we're working on the schedule. If he comes onto the episode, it will devolve into nothing but the one season of Stargate he was on. Oh yeah, yeah. How much I wanted him to stay, but Michael Shanks came back. Like, yeah, which was. That was so weird. Yeah, we've talked about that a little bit. He'll probably tell you everything. Like, I don't know any real stories, or, but I'm sure he knows. I will buy him every drink. <laughs> yeah. Just to sit down for three hours and talk about it. Yeah, it'll just be the Stargate yeah. episodes. <laughs> it'll be part one, part two, part three. You have to split it in. And just be him and Corn talking. Yeah, I know, right? You'll just, you guys will just sit back and go, Oh, no, no, this is me. Like, I'll turn off the mics and we'll grab a beer. Oh, yeah, yeah, there you go, there you go. That's Tony it. and Gavin can talk to him about movies. <laughs> yeah, so. I was going to say, I, I picture more, as much as you love the show and him, I picture more of, like, just being, like, just silent. Like, he's, yeah, like, yeah. trying to speak, you know? It's like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, where it's, like, staring at him. I don't want to say anything stupid. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, yeah. I just saw you have a... Sorry. Oh, I forgot to take that down. <laughs> I know it's not a visual medium, but just so everybody knows, I just looked up and there's, a like, a... It's I don't Stargate. know what it is. Stargate... Like poster little thing. Yeah. I bought it at um, Orlando Comic Con where I met RDA, Richard Dean Anderson. Oh, nice! And I have his autograph on. Apparently, there was a Stargate <laughs> trading card game. So, Not surprised. Yeah, that was a big thing at one point where everything was a trading card. <laughs> but a friend of mine got me an O'Neill like limited edition card, and I had him sign it. He's like, I didn't even know they made this. Oh my gosh! That's and I've been crazy. trying to track down all of SG One. Yeah, I, I found Captain Carter, but for like. $80 on eBay, because it's like the last one in the world, apparently. Have you oh, checked geez. over at uh, Emerald? Not yet. Emerald City Comics? Mm. Never know. Mm. Yeah. They always have some <laughs> yeah. crazy things over there. And there's a secondhand shop up in Palm Harbor that I've been meaning to get it, but I don't go up that way that much anymore. Yeah. No, I know it's always one of those things sometimes, especially with traffic mm. so bad lately. For some reason, I feel like I go up. When I'm up in those areas, I'll go where I need to go, but yeah. if I'm not, I'm like, I'm not leaving. <laughs> yeah, I work from home for most of the time. It's yeah. like, oh, it's 5 o'clock. I have time. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I'm really good at sidetracking things, like I just did earlier with Parker Lewis. But yeah, yeah. When you said tra- everything was a trading card, if you remember, too, and in high school, they had Desert Storm trading cards. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You could get uh, Saddam Hussein. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then you also had the, the villains of it, yep. too, like uh, yeah, Saddam Hussein <laughs> and all the little... So. Oh, wow. A lot of that was for the military guys, too. Yeah, yeah. They, it, was, it was in support, also. Yeah, like, yeah. But, I mean, kids in my middle school and high school, oh, they yeah. were trading them. I mean, it'd be like, you got the whatever tank, the SR, whatever. whatever. <laughs> yep. I mean, they had the weapons the on stealth there. Stealth like, bomber, yeah. I think, was on there. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, they had a yeah. whole I never got into cards outside of Pokemon, <laughs> and now I'm convinced I'm tracking down all of this. Do you want 
But that's a little more for just your yeah. That's just love me. of my you know love of you know the comics or uh, yeah. like that kind of stuff. The pop culture of it. Yeah. Nice. So that's some some of the projects you've been working on. Yep. And again, uh, yeah, I definitely want to keep up with with that as as it progresses. Yeah. Know, when, no, when for sure. Out. Uh, but I know we talked on the side when I was talking about coming back on, and you said something about you brought up you'd seen some movies recently mm-hmm. and you want to kind of bring up and just kind of see if we'd seen them or, or kind of give us a rundown. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I recently spent a little time, actually, a, a buddy of mine who's really into movies as well uh, came to visit about two weeks ago. And, you know, instead, you know, instead of just going to the bar every night or mm-hmm. whatever, uh, we he's like, well, you haven't seen a bunch of these Oscar sort of movies that are in the nomination. Mm-hmm. So we actually went to the theater, saw the new Avatar, which I don't know if you guys have seen. Yeah, I haven't not. seen the new one yet. Um, and, it, you know, it was good. I have my... I still feel like... why did? I mean, I get why it took so long, but is it still relevant 10, yeah. 12 years later? But that's all done. But uh, with that, I watched things like... Um, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. I love that movie. I loved it so good. The best, one of the best scenes is where they're just rocks. Yeah, I thought that was amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So I think that's just you know I, uh, I saw that. I watched The Northman. I don't know if you guys have seen The Northman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big uh, Robert Eggers fan. So oh, okay, that Robert uh, Rodriguez. <coughs> did you say no? Robert Eggers. Oh okay. He did that. He did The Witch. Oh okay. Um, or I just called The Vivich because it looks like two V's. <laughs> Uh, he's doing the new Nosferatu, so that'll be kind of cool to see him do that. He does a lot of those, like, very period oh, pieces, okay. and he tries to make it. He does so much um, uh, pre-pro that he literally becomes an historian because he learns everything about that culture. Like, when he did oh, okay. the Northmen, it's about Vikings. He learned everything. Like, he literally teamed... The, the script is written with him and a Viking historian. Oh, okay. The script. So it's very, very real. It's not... And actually... That's why I think it didn't do very well in theaters. It's not your normal... Most people think Viking movies. It's like, on a ship, and uh, it's not that... Because that's not really what... They weren't raiding 24-7. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it really shows... I mean, it shows them raiding stuff, but it shows the the humility of why they did things, what they believed in, and why they believed in those things. Uh, And those are things that sometimes I think get missed. And Mm. and he does... The witch is like that, too. He did the witch. He studied all the, the Salem witch trials, all these things about, you know, back then... They were so religious back then that they really believed that witches and witchcraft could be true because it was just something from the devil. And they were so into their religion that it was just like, oh, if you're part of that, you need to be taken care of. Like, we need to get rid of you because mm. you're whatever. So it's just, it's just very interesting how detailed he goes and yeah. when he makes them. That's why I'm excited about Nosferatu because you know he's going to dive really into like oh, yeah. that. That uh, the vampire culture and also the yeah, you know, Dracula cool. culture, and then you know he'll find out what actually would have things would have looked like and been like during that time. So, and I, I appreciate that from filmmakers. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, there's a new um, Dracula movie coming out called The Assistant or something like that. Nick Cage plays oh, Dracula. Renfield. Yes, Renfield. Renfield. I saw the trailer. That looks really good. That looks hilarious. I'll watch anything with uh, uh, with the Nick Cage. Actually, funny you mentioned Nick Cage vampire movie. So. Over the uh, is there more than one? <laughs> there is. There's a movie called Vampire's Kiss. Yes, yes. From uh, it's from the '90s. It's not really a vamp. It's sort of a vampire movie. But over the uh, I have a Criterion Channel is one of my things I stream. It's Criterion. They do all their releases. Of, they had Vampire's Kiss on there, and I had never seen it. This was over Halloween. Uh, over Halloween, I always try to do like at least if not every day, every other day, a, a new. If I haven't seen it yet, it'd be nice. But if I've seen it, I watch a new horror movie every day. Or Halloween themed, 
So watch Vampire's Kiss. Talk about the wackiest, craziest movie I've ever seen. And it's also where, you know, I never knew where it was from. <clears throat> there are these uh, memes of Nick Cage where his eyes are bugging out of his face and, like, yeah. he looks like crazy. He's just, like, looking yeah, up like that. Yeah, that's Vampire's Kiss. Oh, okay. So there's so a I know whole the scene. <laughs> yeah, so did I. So when that scene, I'm like, oh, now I get it. But there is a whole scene where he's just yelling at somebody and his face just looks like like that. So I recommend people. I've been telling everybody, watch it, even just for its entertainment value. Of, I mean, there's definitely some production things uh, that were interesting. They, like, left certain things in the scene that I don't know if they meant to. Um, you know, he's uh, one scene, he's making love to this woman. And you can clearly see... Like she's wearing like, uh, you know, uh, the the flesh colored uh, underwear mm. and the and the paint. You can clearly yeah. see the things that you probably weren't <laughs> supposed to see because they were trying yep. to make it look, you know, like she was actually nude and she wasn't. And so just things like and that. Now I'm bummed. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know. We're like, wait a minute, now. And then there's actually a, a scene. They use the same shots for two different uh, lovemaking scenes with the same woman. But it's literally, they just, oh, we'll just take this scene and we'll just pop it here. <laughs> so it's like, wait, what? So it's not, you know, but it is it is fun to watch. I don't know if it's still on Criterion or what, but if you get a chance. You said you've seen it. I have. Yeah. And, and it's funny how I came across seeing that movie. <clears throat> it was, um, because that was, that was done a while ago. It was in the time. 90s, I think, or maybe too early 2000, but I think 90s. Yeah, so. It's 88, very 90s movie. 88. 88, even more farther so back. I hadn't heard about it even then. What How I came across it was back in 2004, 2005, I got invited to shoot some uh, footage. It was out in the Tampa Cigar Theater. Mm -hmm. It was this uh, couple of guys that were doing this production. It was it was a weird thing. It was a cross between a, a play slash fashion show slash, um, I mean, almost like a Broadway-type thing. Um, it was a combination of multiple things. Almost like, you know, it's a play going on, but in the middle there'd be this music and things would stop and people would walk up and down like the catwalk and stuff. But then it would go back to this story, and it was called A Vampire's Kiss. And so I was shooting all the footage <clears throat> with a partner of mine. We got hired on to do it. And another guy, their team had some editors, so they were going to take care of all the footage edit it and get it posted up and so <clears throat> i kept checking with them later on and i said hey is it posted up because they're going to put it on their website obviously this is early 2000s so you know limited stuff you could find on searches oh, yeah. at the time but <clears throat> you know if you see something usually it would pop up like the first thing and so they said hey we're about ready to put it up and then we'll put some bits on there on, on you know online and stuff so i was telling all my friends I'm like oh you got to see this thing that i did because i was you know younger as early 20s so i was excited about being in production and stuff and i'm like yeah vampire's kiss you gotta watch it it's, it's online i heard it's online now so everybody's looking at it they're like when did you work with nick cage and i'm like wait what and so i started looking up and i couldn't find any of my stuff because they only put it on their direct website oh, and had yeah. a special link to it that you had to go to their website and then purchase a link but it wasn't just on like a regular Google. Like you type in movie yeah. talks and chill right now or Scatter Brothers, you know, Google it'll pull it'll up all the stuff. Right up. Yeah. <clears throat> wasn't like that back then. So <laughs> everything was just vampires. I'm like, where is mine? But I was like, some people thought, like, wow, Tony's worked with Nicholas Cage. Hey. I'm like, no, he hasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I did. But, all right. No. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I want to be associated with that film or not. So, so I'm like, what the hell is this? So yeah. then I watch it, and then, like I said, it's just weird. You know, it's different. It's, it's kind of like watching uh, like Once Bitten or something with Jim Yeah, Harry, I mean, you know? that's, it really is. I mean, it's. <laughs> My, I think with it, as with some, and I, I love Nick Cage, but I feel like there's some movies 
that weren't supposed to be comedies, but then somehow became more of a comedy once he got involved, or just the the production just turned into this like because I feel like that movie tried to be a little serious at times, yeah. and it just really <laughs> fell flat on that and really just turned into a farce. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't raising Arizona, like that, no, you know, no you that's know. what I'm saying. No, exactly. <laughs> and again, I, I I love Nick Cage. I still haven't seen his newer one, the <laughs> one the, with the really long title about him, basically. Or, uh, oh yeah, on, uh, something I can't even remember. What it's something called. about a more enormous talent. Enormous talent, yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. they probably should have just called it Nick Cage and and the enormous talent or something like yep. that. It's not like this long name. No <laughs> I'm looking it up now because now it's going to bother me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I haven't seen that yet, but I mean, I love him in Matchstick Men. I love, I mean, he's great in everything he does. I mean, Face Off, come on. Yeah. One of the greatest, like, I do. sci fi. I don't even know what you would cast that as. Just like, <laughs> but, you know, it's like sci fi action. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. <clears throat> or, uh, was he in The Rock? Yep. Yep. Yeah, he was in The Rock. Yeah, he was well, a scientist, that yeah. That's right, yeah, yeah. So, you know. And the movie's called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. That's right, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even see that. I, I just didn't in theaters because at the time I was so busy. I think I was on some productions or something. And unfortunately, during those times, I don't uh, get to uh, see movies as much. I try to do actually a movie a week. Mm-hmm. So I actually went and saw the new Shyamalan movie uh, two days ago. Oh, Knock at the Cabin uh, yeah, Door? Yeah, Knock at the Cabin Door. I, I want to see that. Yeah. I, I mean, the trailer I, made it look interesting. It's. I'm not going to spoil anything for you. It's okay. <coughs> it's not his best. It's not his worst. Um, and, and I also know he's very uh, uh, polarizing himself. And honestly, like I actually am a big fan of his. I think he does pretty. I liked old. I don't know if you guys saw old. Yeah, I yeah. really enjoy old. Mm-hmm. I thought he was kind of coming back to form with old. Um, <laughs> cabin in or knock at the cabin was good, but I saw it going a certain way, and it didn't. And I felt like, you know. It'll be for another episode. Once you guys see it, we'll have yeah. to talk. I just would be curious what people... Because it just came out, so... I don't want to say too much about it, obviously. And when this comes out, it'll probably be out for like two weeks. But or Yeah, I'm going to plan on definitely seeing it within the next couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, I mean, check it out. it's... You know, it's got some... It's got, and honestly, I'll give Batista. I love Batista. And he's a local. He's from Tampa. So. Oh, is he? Well, anybody who's in uh, wrestling... Yeah, most of them come. Clearwater used to be, and I don't think they do as much. I think it's in Orlando now. Used to be where they shot or where they did all the practices. Oh, okay. WWF, WWE. Um, That's what Hulk Hogan lives here. That's why they all live here. John Cena lives in Tampa. All these people because they trained here for like WWE and all that stuff. I always want to call it F. From being a kid, yeah, <laughs> it's not worldwide like <laughs> And they always train in smaller gyms because we had like a a little. There was a personal gym right next to my high school, Largo High School, and oh, he yeah. would train there all the time. So we would walk by and we'd see him, and he was the nicest guy. He would invite us in. Yeah, he's great. You know, it was all glass there. It's like yeah, you could literally just be working out, and just everybody's walking by seeing you, and it, that's how he how yeah. he did it. But they worked out in those small gyms, so what, they weren't all going to like. You know, LA Fitness. Or no, no, like they that. had their little, their little like boxing gyms. <laughs> so there's still one on Largo. I don't know if it's by. I think it's on Largo. There's still one over there that mm. a lot of them use. A lot of UFC fighters go there as well. Um, I don't know why. It's just I think also the weather. You can kind of do it all year round, and yeah. you can, there's not all this like, oh, you know, people don't want to work out in the winter and stuff. Mm. So uh, who knows? But yeah, he's good in it. I will give him. I, I like. I like seeing him do other stuff than just drag. Mm. I think you know, and I love the Guardians movies, but I feel like that's pigeonholed him a little bit in this like well, he just I'm a broody, a, broody, yeah. you know, whatever. So he just did an interview um, 
about a month ago saying he's I'm I'm done after Guardians Three and I'm out of the MCU. I want to do yeah. more dramatic yeah. work. I've, yeah, I think I I heard that. I don't think I read the article, but someone I think put it on something. Yeah, and I, I agree. I think he. I mean, he did great. I thought in Knock at the Cabin. You know, oh, okay. He's he's sort of your main one of the main you know characters in it, and he does a really good job. I thought you know emotionally even there's some stuff where he's like he's very like uh, soft and gentle, and you're kind of like oh okay. Well, it's like, different. I liked him in the Netflix movie Army of the Dead or whatever it was called, oh, where like oh, Vegas turned into a zombie <laughs> infested. Oh, that was Snyder's movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I never watched it. I should have, but it was all right. right. I mean, it wasn't the greatest movie. I heard mixed things, and I think I was just like, ah, at some point when I'm well, bored, there's I'll a spinoff it. movie that I really want to see because there was a fan theory about that movie, and then Snyder's like, oh yeah, that's 100 percent true. So that theory became so popular they made a sequel or a spin oh, wow. I think it's a prequel technically. Oh, that's cool. The fans have spoken. Yeah. <laughs> Snyder is very known for the fans have spoken and he gets to do his thing. So. Like, he probably heard the theory and he's like, I like that idea. Yeah, that's canon. That happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure that happens more than we think. I've yeah. seen some of these shows that we watch and stuff. There's always like, you know, especially something like, like Stargate or <laughs> any of those or even Star Trek. You know, you're like, Oh man, I wonder if blah blah. And I bet you they're, you know, no, especially now with the age of the internet, they're reading like, oh, that's a really good idea. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we were always going to do that. <laughs> yeah. I swear. Well, Batista also had that, that part in that uh, uh, Glass Onion, the Knives Out story. Yes, which I love. I was going to say he played a quirky character, but everybody had a quirky well, character. Yeah. Like, that was the point of it. It was supposed the to be whole so. Thing. I liked it. I actually like that one better than I like <coughs> Knives Out personally. But really, everybody's like, mixed on it. I, mean, you know. I like the first. Well, I haven't finished it yet, so but I do like the first no, one. I think part of it is I don't know. Just the the whole setting is crazy and like. Mm. Um, I actually just read that. Oh, who is it now? Now I can't remember, and so the story's gonna fall flat. Somebody has a part in every single one of. Oh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm. Okay, he has his voice is in is is the clock. Uh, there's a clock. Yeah. In the in last one, it doesn't really. It's just the clock that mm. like comes out and says something. That's Joseph Gordon-Levitt's voice. Oh, Joseph good. Gordon-Levitt has a part or a voice or something in every single Ryan Johnson film. Oh, I just read a whole thing about it. You know, <laughs> he was in Brick. He was in Looper. Mm. Uh, he played a stormtrooper in uh, Last Jedi. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So it might have been a voice or whatever, but yeah. he's one. Of, you know, well, Daniel Craig was a stormtrooper <laughs> yeah. in uh, the first one with Daisy Ridley, and so was uh, Ken Smith, I think, too. Yep. So a lot. You know, they all just. But they there was this list and it shows you and even in movies where you don't see Joseph Gordon Levitt he's like he's somewhere he's somewhere in it like as a voice mm-hmm. or his photo is in it or something like as something on you know so I just thought that was funny because I'm a huge Joseph Gordon Levitt like, um, like Sam somewhere. Raimi's yeah, car Bruce Campbell. yeah yeah Bruce, yeah Bruce Campbell yeah, yeah. yeah. well I've met too. very nice guy I I would love to meet Bruce Campbell one day yeah so, well they're actually from so I grew up in Royal Michigan mm. which is actually the city that Sam Raimi and uh, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell are from. Oh, okay. That literally the city I was born in. So they're obviously a lot <laughs> older than I am. But growing up, like that, wanting to be a filmmaker, like they were Guns. who you wanted to be. <laughs> even, you know, even though the, I mean, really, Evil Dead was one of the first real independent indie films that made it, you know, out mm-hmm. there. And uh, in, in a lot of senses, it probably should have never gotten where it was because <laughs> it was just a, you know, made for real cheap and you know just found a cult following. Uh, but it was always just growing up like that was so it's good. It was also cool to see Sam Raimi kind of go yeah. beyond that and do you know now he's in the MCU and you know he's mm-hmm. done Spider Man and all that stuff. So but, uh, but yeah, I met him at a it was actually a book signing for one of his books. 
Then and he was super nice. The Life like, of a B-movie actor? Yeah. Or The Chin the, or something like the that? The Chin one, I think, yeah. is the one. And I told him I was from Royal Oak, and then we literally had a conversation for like 30 minutes. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you've been here, you've been here, all the comic book stuff, Dave's comics, yeah. Oh, yeah, I used to go there all, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it was cool, and he was just, he was super nice. I've heard mixed things about him. I think Bruce when you work, yeah, when you oh. work with him, I've heard people say he's difficult to work with and stuff. But hey, it's Bruce Campbell. You want yeah. Bruce yeah. Campbell? You, you, you get, get Bruce, Bruce Campbell. You get Bruce Campbell. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's the way I look at it. I've heard of um, the same thing about Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, Jim Carrey is a real piece of garbage to work with. Yeah. <laughs> but then some people say he's like the nicest guy. When yeah. You, like so, I think it all depends. You know, I I personally work with people that are great and some mm. that are difficult and. You just have to go with the punches sometimes, depending yeah. on what you're working on project-wise. You know, I think if that project calls for a certain actor, maybe that's why they're they are who they are. You know, yeah. and they can do what they you know feel they need to do to get the part right <laughs> because they you want them for a reason. Yeah, you know, you, to sell your movie or because <laughs> this role was written for them or whatever. So yeah. I, I always try to remind myself of that when I hear those stories. It's like. Mm. Well, you're the one that want you wanted them yeah. in your movie, and, yeah. you know. You pro- who knows what you paid them? Maybe nothing because it's a, maybe a lower budget. Yeah, you know, you have to. There's diff- There's always a, two sides. Yeah, and you got paid scale on that one. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's, <laughs> that, you know, it's like yeah, you paid him scale. Maybe you gave him points on the back or something. But if the movie doesn't do well, then he's just making scale, and that's it. So, yeah. So what if he wants his own trailer and he wants well, you know, this and that? Sometimes you have to deal with that because. That's what you. But now he's in your movie, and you're going to make money yep. because yeah. of him. Yep. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to make notoriety, even if your movie doesn't make money. You're probably going to be able to make another movie if at least does well enough to, yeah, you know, or do do that. So as long and as it's, it's not Independence Day two, you're fine. Yeah. We don't talk about yeah. that movie. <laughs> and it also depends on the. I was very disappointed. And people's styles too. Roland Emmerich the last couple of times <laughs> sucks so hard. I love that man, but he's the last two movies: Moonfall and Independence Day two. <laughs> I never saw Moonfall, and I wish I hadn't watched. In a, in a I wish I hadn't paid money to see Moonfall. Oh, you pay? Oh, see, I, I went. That was the whole <laughs> and this is a great like. I thought it was a really cool concept. <laughs> well, no, it's always a good concept. Yeah, I mean, I'll even give him like when I was a kid, I loved. I'm a huge Godzilla fan in general, mm. and when I was a kid, I actually loved his Godzilla movie. I have watched it recently and been like, "Wow, this is not good." <laughs> But it's also a little bit good only because it is what it is. Like, yeah. you take it for what it is. Um, I could see why the Japanese make fun of it. And, like, he, the, they made him a character yeah. that Godzilla defeats in... Uh, like, one second. Yeah, one in second. Final Wars. It's yeah, my favorite, Final Wars, yeah. It's my favorite Godzilla movie. Oh, one of my, it's up there. <laughs> definitely. Space Godzilla is mine. But um, I, I love that whole movie because you get so many monsters. And then it's like Zilla. They don't call him Godzilla. Zilla. And then they kill him off in, like, one second because... Literally, they make fun of it, that that version of Godzilla in mm. those movies. So, yeah. Well, that's like we're going to be going to um, <clears throat> that movie that's coming out on February twenty fourth called Cocaine Bear. Oh, cannot wait! Yeah. So we, I, oh. I've been telling people, I've been, I think these people owe me money because I've been hyping this thing. I've got almost half the people that, that go to courtside that work there and patronize there. Yeah. yeah. Someone put together a whole group. They bought all the tickets, and we're going as a big group and everything. Oh, my gosh. And I said to There's everybody. There's a dress code, yeah. apparently. We <laughs> have to wear black. black and eat uh, powdered donuts yeah. before we go in. <laughs> so we've got this whole, oh, like, man, caravan thing it. set up, and we're like, it, we know it's not going to be good. Yeah. But it's going to be good. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be really, it's not going to be good, but it's going to be great. It's not going to be nominated for any Oscars. No. But I am looking I don't know. It. it looks 
a, like a lot of fun. It's Ray yeah. Liotta's last movie. Yeah, yeah I know. Did many things and didn't, uh, didn't uh, what's her name direct it? Um, uh, yes. Elizabeth uh, Banks. Banks? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I like her. I don't know. I think it's going to be better than people are... I think it's going to be a pretty good film. Well, I mean, I don't think it's a film you're supposed to take to seriously. a certain... That's what I'm saying. Yeah, things. you're not going to go in there and be like, like we're like, going to sit down and this is going to be the most that's epic That's something thing. that drives me nuts um, <laughs> is when I read reviews and it's almost like these people take these movies like the word of God or whatever and it's like... The cinematography was subpar. The yeah, acting it's like, was over. Like, it's Cocaine Bear. I will say, I don't know if you guys follow him, and if not, I'll have to send him to you. And I cannot remember his name offhand. There's a guy on TikTok. Nope, not, I'm already out. I don't, I'm not on no, TikTok. No, I'm not on TikTok. <laughs> I only see his videos because people post them on oh, Instagram okay. and Facebook. I think I may know where you're but going But he does this. these, like, uh, it has this music to it, and he's always, like, Almost like yelling at a customer. It's like customer service. Angry yeah. idea guy, Scott okay. Sykes. He's in it. Scott's I know. He's in. That's what he's I was going to yeah, yeah, That's what driver. I was going to say a minute okay, ago. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that's what I was looking forward to. I was like, yeah. is that the angry idea? Well, he posted about it and he's like, yes, <laughs> I'm in it or whatever and did like a thing. I, and I didn't realize he's a, com- he's a comedian. Yeah. Which makes sense. But I love his stuff because he's always right. Like, I worked customer service and uh, retail for years. Mm. So anytime he has like a <laughs> retail thing, it's like, I just started laughing so hard. I I'm second, like, I've literally had that conversation. I have a second job of throwing stock at Publix. Yeah. And I was like, every now and again, I was like, this is just like that video I saw. <laughs> yeah, because it is. I mean, unfortunately, you know, you get these people just saying like, you know, hey, hey, can I talk to you? And you're like on break, like have your headphones on. Mm-hmm. But just because you have the the logo on your shirt, it's like, I don't care. You know, I'm going to ask you questions anyway. And then he has something about that. He's, it's just, I don't know. So I saw that he's in it. Yep. And I was like, oh, now I really have that's to That's what really movie. sold me. I mean, like, aside from all the other stuff, as soon as I saw it, like, that's the angry Ikea guy. Yeah. I got to go see it. He's an ambulance yep. driver. But one of my favorite bits that he does about the Ikea stuff is there's one person like, because he always plays the customer yeah. first. And then he does the music with the anger. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I want to speak to your manager. He's like, I want to speak to your mother. And tell her she should be embarrassed for yeah. raising such a whiny child. No, my favorite is, it's not even the Ikea thing. He does one recently where he's like, he plays, you know, when I was your age, I, I owned a house. I owned this. And he's like, yeah, when you were my age, you could buy a house for $5 from Sears. Or from the Sears catalog or something like that. Like, it's just, it's just so funny because it's so true. It's like... Yep. You know, it's like he's. It, I, I don't know. I just he cracks me up. So when I saw he was in it, it just made it ten times better. That was exactly than just the concept of a bear eating cocaine and going on a like who knows on a spree. I don't even know really. Yeah. I don't even know what the story is. Other well, than well, it's that. based on a true fact. Um, minus story. minus the killing spree yeah. portion of it. So there was uh, some drug smugglers that were. Dropping cocaine out of a plane, they I think they got caught in the air or something, or someone was following. Yeah, I don't them. think his chute deployed or something, and he died in the forest. Yeah, well, the, he they, threw a bunch of it out, and it landed in, and a bear did ingest like oh, a couple two kilos. kilos. Died immediately. Died a couple hours saying, later. You got a massive coronary. Yeah. What the guy did was he had some left over, so he strapped it to himself, and he didn't take into account the extra weight. So he, he they don't they still haven't confirmed if he either got tangled up in a tree and just like died from you know weather. Or if he just crashed, but either way, that guy died. Oh, wow. So, Elizabeth Banks had heard that story, and someone was writing a treatment on it, and I, I, as far as I know, don't quote me on all this, but it is, but that is the, the true story basis. The basis, yeah. Stop at the point to where the bear actually died a few hours later, and just continue with him going on a cocaine rampage. <laughs> and you got a story. It's gold, Jerry. Say, it's gold. You don't need anything else. Yeah. Like, you just need that. Well, in the trailer, the bear eats, like, cocaine, like, five times. Yeah. So, it's a, like, it gets the jitters, like, I got five more cocaine. Yeah. yeah, well, obviously, that's part of it, I'm sure. It's, like, finding that 
you know, I'm sure there's things where he finds like don't. I'm I'm guessing like you know you could do so much with that where he like finds powdered donuts and things. Oh, good game. <laughs> you know, and it's just like a ramping. Oh, it's gonna be so good. That actually reminds me of what Kevin Smith did with uh, Tusk. Yeah, where yes. he, he just saw a little thing where someone said, uh, "Come be you know my companion in this." In the woods or blah, 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 this thing. And somehow it turned into, oh, you're going to go there and the dude's going to turn you into a walrus. I watched that movie and then I immediately went to the bar and did three shots. I was going to say. That movie was so messed up. I love that movie, but at the same time. I love the sequel, Yoga Hosers. Oh, God, that movie's great. You know, they're making Tusk too as well. Yeah. Making a new sequel. I I thought there was another one. There was a third one, also not Tusk, but he was going to make, it's called Moose Jaws. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's still doing that or not. I don't know. I think it got kind of halted, but I remember his tagline was, it's it's Jaws, but on land. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it was part of that Canadian, all those were like Canadian. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was his had, Canadian uh, trilogy. Had, what's the name in him? Uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Yep. Yeah, he was the inspector. <laughs> Who literally told, you know, he has that long nose. Yep. I don't know if you've probably heard this story. Kevin Smith tells it. He literally came out of the makeup and he said, <laughs> he said what, do you, what do you think? And, you know, he turned his head and you could see the long nose. So I, and, and Kevin's like, yeah, do whatever you want. You're Johnny Depp. He goes, does it look like a dick? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it kind of does. He's like, good, that's what I was going for. And um, it's just like. Johnny Depp is just crazy. Like, <laughs> like who does? How do you go to your makeup person? And go, I want it to look like very flaccid, and just yeah. like I don't know. It just made me laugh so hard. <laughs> well, I think and well, I, Johnny Depp's daughter is the best yeah. friend, right? Yeah, yeah and that's Kevin daughter. Smith's daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. she is in Lily Depp is actually in Nosferatu to go back to the Nosferatu. Oh, okay. She's yep. going to play the main girl in that, which surprises me because usually works with Anna Joy Taylor. Speaking of which, have you guys seen the menu? I've the men- heard of the it. The menu. It's on it's on HBO now, HBO Max now. Okay. But yeah. it's in theaters. It is really good. It has um uh Ralph Fin Ralph Finney is the thing. Yeah, uh Anna Joy Taylor, uh Leguizamo's in it. Uh I don't know, you gotta see it though. It's okay. it's, a, it's a thriller. Okay. Basically about this group of very fancy people <laughs> and like food critics and stuff like that that paid money to go and have the perfect menu okay. that this, that this world-famous guy wants you to have. And it just turns into the weirdest. But it's all in one location. Like, it's just this in this, like, kitchen thing on this island. Um, and I really don't want to say too much if you haven't seen it, because it really is really well done. I'll like, definitely check that out. one of the best out. scripts. In fact, the guy who wrote, one of the writers, they were writers for, I want to say, like, Game of Thrones or something. I don't know. The guys who wrote and directed it were actually writers for like a couple big, pretty big like shows. Mm. As long as it wasn't the last season of Game of Thrones. Yeah, I have no idea, but <laughs> I, I don't know. This was definitely better than that. So, but I recommend seeing it because you know it's it, you know it didn't get any Oscar noms, which kind of surprises me. Well, neither did RRR, which should have. Yeah, yeah. The, I'm not the biggest in the musicals, but that is probably one of my new favorite musicals of yeah. all time. No, it's it. I, I really that was another film that I watched on top of uh, everything everywhere all at once, and I actually a while back I dated a uh, a girl who was Indian, so I watched tons of those kind of musical Bollywood mm-hmm. stuff, and I mean they're long and they're usually they're they're good usually, but it's usually like okay get on with this. I mean, you know, <laughs> we're so used to that and whatever, but I thought they did a good job <laughs> yeah. with with RR. Um, and yeah, that didn't get any. There's a bunch that didn't. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, the whale I thought should have gotten at least screenplay or something. It got um, it got just Brent best Fraser. picture. No, it got nominated for best picture. I think I don't think it did. Oh, 
<laughs> I'll look that up. Yeah, look it up. I, I don't think it did, but um, I know I know Brent Fraser. We want loving yeah. that he's having a comeback. Because mm. he, I, I mean, the Mummy movies were like one of my. Oh yeah, I just guys. recently rewatched it. It's oh yeah, amazing. yeah, they're they're so good, and they still hold up. <clears throat> well, they said uh, mm. they showed a video after they did the you know the. You know, not the private screening, but you know, just like the the initial screening, not before it went out in the yeah. theaters. And they had a when they played it out. I think it might have been a con. And they said they showed the video, and he get like he gets like a five to ten minute standing ovation, and he just he can't get up because he's just crying. so emotional and crying that he can't believe that because everyone was just like turns oh, to he, him and clapping it. I haven't seen it yet, oh, but I, I mean, it is <laughs> sort of hard to watch at times. Um, but it's very well done. The whole movie is well done. I th- as a filmmaker, and maybe this is why it's not getting as much, as a filmmaker, it is very well made. It's yeah. very much like a play. Mm-hmm. It's all in one location. <coughs> no, the, Everyone comes in and out of the scene, except for Brendan Fraser is like always in the in, in the scene. Because it's he's stuck in his house, basically. Mm-hmm. He's like 600 pounds or whatever. Yeah. Um, which, again... I've seen makeup like that done before, never like this. Like, you would never, like, it feels like he really gained all that weight. I mean, I know he didn't. He gained a little bit, he said, but I know he didn't. Obviously, we've seen him recently. He's <laughs> definitely not that big. But the it's just, it's insane. Like, that's why I was very surprised that it, it didn't get as many Oscar <laughs> noms as as. It, I yeah. it didn't get nominated. <laughs> yeah, I, so. I think it's, I think only got... The uh, best, best lead, lead, lead actor, which is also the other actors in it were great too. Sadie Sink is great from mm-hmm. uh, Stranger Things, best role I've ever seen her in. Like, oh, okay, she's great. Um, and then the actually, there's a uh, woman, there's another woman in it. She's Asian. She's actually in the menu as well, and she's good okay. in both. And she didn't get nominated for either one as best supporting <coughs> actress. So, you know. and Michelle Yeoh. No, uh, Michelle Yeoh's from uh, everything. Yeah, everything. Oh, yeah. No, it was another, but she. Yeah, I can't remember her name. Um. But yeah, no, it was a great uh, movie. Well, that's what's funny when I when I talk to people is being have done film in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at things kind of like you do. Like you watch a movie and you like, you don't over criticize it. Like you go in, you appreciate it for what it is, but then you can appreciate all the little things as well mm-hmm. at the same time. And I've recommended movies to some people, and I'm like, I'll give them the lowdown. I'll say it's a little slow. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's just a few people talking in a room, but it's good. And then they're like, ah, this. Yeah, I sit down, oh. I turn it off. I'm like. You don't know if you listen to the conversation. I'm like, you, you're at. They're building suspense. If it's a suspense movie, they're building suspense. People just don't want to do that anymore, just by no. talking. They want I'm you like, to tell them everything from the get go. What was that famous line? Um, God, who said it? It was either in a movie or some actor said it. They said, you know, I think it was in a movie. It's like people want their art spoon fed to them. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. No, and I think that's very true. And I, I find it, it's hard for me to recommend <clears> stuff <throat> to people because mo- a lot of the stuff <clears> I like. I feel like people go, um, yeah, that was interesting, or that was, you know, okay. And I'm like, well, it's, I see it differently, obviously, than mm-hmm. other people might, because I'm in the industry, or even just because I appreciate certain things that maybe the average person doesn't, you know. But yeah. that's why Marvel movies do so well, and these little independent films don't do as well, yep. you know, which is why I try to, when I, I, I said earlier, I, go to, I try to go to a movie. Like once a week or a couple times a month, I try to go to like the smaller like AMC is really nice because they do these like uh, like did Barbarian was that mm-hmm. the theater I don't know if you've seen that it's mm-hmm. really good um, and uh, the Imitation there's a bunch of movies that were like 
I knew people. It was just me and me or like my business partner Ben or me and a friend. That was it in the theater because no one's going to see these movies. But I'm glad they at least get a little bit of a chance. But most yeah. people aren't going to go see those, at least in the theaters. Yeah. They'll go to the Marvel, the DCs, the, you know, those kind of things. Yeah, anything that Spielberg or Scorsese yeah. does. You know, they, yeah. they know the names and they, they're going to go for that. But it's interesting, too, is <clears throat> there was a movie that came out. I just told him about this last week. Oh, The <clears throat> Chef. Yeah, mm. it's Chef. And I had never seen it before. And I came across it by watching some food documentaries on Netflix. I was watching a barbecue one, really good storyline. But yeah. then I was like, was there any other food stuff? And then it's called The Chef Show. So he goes around with the guy that was his creative consultant that is actually Chef. The whole show is him just going around yeah, and cooking uh, with people. Yeah, it's, what's his name, right? Uh, uh, Roy, Chub, Roy Chub. Yeah, yeah. And John Favreau, yeah. Yeah, John Favreau, yeah, yeah. That's the <clears> and Roy yeah. Choi is the actual I haven't watched chef. it, I, but I've, I've seen the... It looks awesome. <laughs> My problem with those things are... I would start eating a ton during yeah. Like, it would make me so hungry that I would be like, well, I gotta go start making food. Right. Well, that's how I came across the movie, because throughout the show, they're saying, yeah, when we're making Chef, we're making... I'm like, what the fuck is a Chef movie? And it, <laughs> came, out, it came out in, like, 2014. That was in the height of when uh, Marvel was, you know, Avengers Ultron yeah, just yeah. came out. So it got buried yeah. underneath And it didn't that. have a wide release, so... And I don't know when the... he found time during 2014 to make that movie. Well, that's, was... that's why, as he said, he was so into doing, like, he'd gotten into... The big budget stuff, like he started, you know, when he started mm-hmm. doing like swingers and stuff like that, made doing indie. He got into Marvel. He said he loves it. He's still an executive yeah. producer on and a lot Star of stuff. Wars, he's doing and that. Star Wars. Yeah. <clears throat> Mando season like, three comes out in a couple of months. Yeah. He wanted to do a project that was smaller, mm-hmm. and he said not a lot of people can control it. I, I read it when he was doing an interview about it, and he saw talks about it in the in the show that they do, <clears throat> and so he came across that. I think it was on Iron Man two. Gwyneth Paltrow brought on this food truck and it belonged to that guy Roy who later on that's how he started he was a big chef and like you know some big restaurant working for somebody got tired of the hustle bustle went back to basics did a food truck now he owns his own restaurants and he's got a bunch of them like some in Vegas and stuff and he's a pretty well-renowned chef so Favreau met him on the set of Iron Man 2 and started talking to her to story so that's where he got the basis of the story from but Favreau stars in it but when you said Leguizamo and menu and food, mm-hmm. John Leguizamo's in it as well. Oh, oh, I mean, it's got a lot of people. It's got I the, love Leguizamo. Dustin Hoffman's in it. It's oh, wow. uh, uh Rdj's Jay's in it. Yep, Robert Downey Jr. Is it is on a part. Uh, streaming? Is it on Netflix? Uh, it's on H- HBO Max yeah. or Hulu, one of the two okay. of them. <clears throat> have but both, so. Scarlett Johansson's in it. I mean, so he basically oh, got some because he was doing the just, MCU stuff. Yeah, he probably just said, hey, why don't you come do this little thing for a <laughs> yeah. day, you yep. know, eat some food, I'll throw you a thousand bucks or whatever to yeah. come out and hang out but today. it was interesting because that movie I told a couple people about who actually watched it recently and they're like you know I started watching I kind of turned it off I'm like it's a good freaking movie I mean yeah. it's about he has a son he's kind of estranged all he does is work he gets panned by a critic because his owner of the restaurant that he's the chef for he wants the chef he's the chef John Favreau is, and he wants to make a great menu with new food to impress this guy the owner puts pressure on him to keep the old menu he gets panned by the critic so he just has a meltdown and he basically just gets a food truck and then he basically takes his kid on the road so it's a story about reconnecting uh, with kid. his his son you know making amends with his ex-wife who's Sofia Varga oh, nice. um you know making Hang amends with that, that. Right. And, <laughs> and he's driving around the truck and John Leguizamo was one of his chefs at the kitchen and joins him oh nice <clears throat> so they're just he's like they're just having fun doing what they love to do making good food this. I need to that's what I said it's like 2014 uh, like, how did yeah. I not see this before I, but again it got, <clears throat> that was really the time we were Really heavily, everyone was heavily invested in mm-hmm. the, the MCU and just those big budget blockbusters. Yep. You know, I think a lot of that's changed since 2020 now, which is nice. I yep. think some of that 
some of that stuff isn't getting as uh, <clears throat> hidden because we're not getting as many of those. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're spaced yeah, out a little bit stuff. more, and then and the same forever. And then the DC thing, they're you know obviously that that could go on for hours about DC. Yeah, and what they're doing now, but uh, you know now like, that someone competent is in control. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> now that, yeah. Now that James Gunn might love, although. I still remember him from his trauma days, and because yep. he used to be a part he's of trauma. Yeah, I think a he did. What was it? Tromeo and Juliet? Did he? Tromeo and Juliet, yeah. and then he did something on one of the types of types of Avengers. Okay, I don't. I think he may have been a scriptwriter, so <clears> just like a like he came in and wrote part of it, and mm. then he did Tromeo and Juliet. He did a couple of them actually. If you look it up, yeah, it's just funny to me. You look at that, and then all of a sudden, and you can tell. Like I don't know if you've seen Slither, which is one oh, of my yeah. I love mm. Slither. Uh, that is a big budget. Uh, Trauma movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, you watch that, you're like, okay, this was just him. He wrote this script as almost like a trauma movie and then was able to get a bigger budget. So, made it a little more serious, yeah. a little more. Um, and then now he's doing, you know, and then he did Guardians, which obviously. Mm. And then know, he did great. Suicide Squad. There, there's which, a shit ton of big name actors, point, like A list actors, that have started with trauma. Oh, 100%. Or either that or st- started building and then wanted to just join one of the movies yeah, yeah, and oh, be yeah. part of it. Oh, yeah. You'd be amazed how, how much of a following oh. this thing gets. Oh, I mean, I've, and I and I went to uh, San Diego Comic Con <laughs> a few years ago and I actually met uh, uh, Lloyd um, and Kaufman. Kaufman. Yep. Thank you. Uh, super nice guy. <laughs> super crazy, though. <laughs> Literally, I have a picture of myself with my buddy Andrew and there's like some actress from one of their movies was was there signing on, and he was there. And about when we're about to take the thing, he hands me a head, like a fake, like <laughs> he's like he's like he's like here. So I'm like holding this head. I'll do like text it to you guys later. Uh, I'm holding this head or whatever, and he's like has his arm. It was just the weirdest, like out of nowhere, just hands me a like a like a fake head. Nice. And I'm like, this is very trauma. <laughs> Now, maybe since you've actually met him, maybe you can confirm this because I've only seen him either when he does interviews or he did um, <clears throat> that show that uh, Kevin Smith did for a while, Comic Book. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. And Kaufman and the Troma team came to the store and they were like giving them the guys the opportunity to compete to see if they could one of them could be in the movie. Mm-hmm. And just the way he presented himself or the way he acted, he almost seems like that, like that child show star. That got older. That still kind of has that energy, like 100% that. Him. Like he's just so excited and like he, this, but almost to a creepy level. But he yeah. looks innocent enough to where you're like, okay, he's probably like a Mister Rogers, but a hyper Mister Rogers. Yeah, he's definitely got a little bit of, and I don't want to, <laughs> I don't know if I want to say creep, but he's almost like your grandpa that doesn't really, he hasn't grown up. Yep, and he really hasn't gotten away from his roots, which is great. I mean, I've read his book before. I don't know if you read uh, How to Make a Damn Movie Yourself or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Make a Damn Movie. Yeah, Make a Damn Movie or whatever, which is great. And honestly, for anybody wanting to make a movie on a no budget, read that book. Because it literally will tell you how to do things that, you know, you wouldn't, you would think would be super expensive and he figured out ways to do it. But he is, yeah, he's definitely, he's hyper, like you said. Um, And... I, you know, for me, and this is why I said I don't want to put a bad light on him, but in the booth he was in, when I met him, it was him surrounded by a bunch of hot girls. Yeah. So it kind of was like, yeah. I'm your, I'm the grandpa, but it's sort of like, yeah. eh, okay. It's kind of like a Hugh Hefner type thing. Yeah, but that's, a yeah. quirky Hugh Hefner. But a quirky, and you also kind of know it's innocent. <laughs> it's just like, you know, because that's what his movies are. They're yeah. just hot girls getting chased by 
Toxic Avenger or, yeah, or like some, some kind of mutant, mutant thing. Yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, and you get it, and like that was a thing. I think there was some movie coming out, and that girl, one of the main girls from that movie, was there, and we were talking to her and stuff. Nice. I hadn't seen it or anything yet, so. But you know, it's just one of the, that's those kind of movies. Yeah. But that's definitely how he was, and he's shorter than I thought too. Okay. He's not super tall. He's probably maybe five five or something like that. Well, the only reason right I there. could guess that is because when he did that show, Comic Book Men, because. The guys are all different yeah. heights, so the one guy, Mike, who actually met, I went to the actual comic store one time. When oh, I was nice. In Jersey. I always wanted to go. And I got to meet Mike, Mike Zapsic. He's nice. the one. And, yeah. uh, and But, uh, you know, you know, like, Ming Chang and them. Yeah, so Ming's you like see them big. standing next to each other. You see Lloyd a little bit over Ming, but way below Mike. And I'm like, yeah, probably about my height. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just he was just, I don't know, sometimes when you meet people, you don't realize they're actually shorter or, like, different than you. <laughs> than you think in your head. You're like, oh, okay. A little bit uh, smaller than I expected. Well, um, I remember I read something too, real well. Let's just say, but it just sparked my thought. It wasn't in his book, but I read this other interview that he did, and he basically said, when when he directs people, when people want to act, he's like, I don't want people to. He he prefers people to overact. He's mm-hmm. like, because that's what those movies are. He's like, when you're screaming like they did in the show, he's like, go ah, you know, wave your hands mm-hmm. around. You know, no visual, obviously, for the audio right now. Yeah. But he's like, you know, just the the worst acting. He's like. That's what makes it good. He's like, because if you try hard to be really bad, it sometimes comes out better than if you try to be really good and it's just really bad. Well, I think people can tell, and, and it goes back to what we said earlier, um, you you expect something from those movies. Like, you're expect, you know, like, don't go into Cocaine Bear expecting a... Uh, an Oscar, you know, Oscar nomination. A triumph just of like cinema. Just like a trauma, yeah. A trauma movie, I go in it for the campiness. I know what I'm getting into when I go into it. Yeah. So why not, you know, if I watched one and I was like, man, these guys are really trying here. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't enjoy it as much as, oh, I expect them, like, the girl to scream and wave her arms mm-hmm. and run and, and look you know, almost look stupid when she's doing it. Like Velocipaster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or Zombievers. <laughs> I mean, just yeah, you can't you can't beat those movies. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know you want to bring up yeah. something. Well, um, I know we have to transition to start talking about the um, the move the film festival that's yes, coming yes. up, obviously. Um, but as we're recording, I got a text from my mom. Hi, mom. And <laughs> his mom she, loves. Yeah, um, she said halfway through <laughs> last week's podcast, I like it. LOL. Um, it got me wondering, have we ever talked about a movie called The Judge with Robert Downey Jr. and um, Robert Duvall? Um, since I've been listening over a year, I can't remember. It, it was a very good movie. So, I don't think we have. Yeah, so real quick, I've never even heard about that <laughs> I never this have movie either. until this text. So have either of you two seen No? No. Is I, it a newer one of his new... Oh, like, I look, I, that's his comeback? Uh, yeah, 2014. Okay, so yeah. it was oh, like, wow. Again, 2014. Yeah. Got buried. Because he was in Iron Man, <laughs> and then that got buried, obviously. Um, so, Mom, we haven't talked about it because we've never even heard of this movie. Yeah, thank you maybe, for bringing it up. Yeah, it's maybe Gavin has. But, yeah, we will watch it and we will talk about What's it. What's it available on, do you know? Can uh, you? no, I only... Because I, yeah, me... I, I love his, uh, I don't know, his, his kind of comeback movie, Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Favorite movie I love that movie. So good. Well, next time you watch it, though, watch... You may already know this, Val Kilmer. He's reading cue cards the entire time. No, is he really? Because he he needs he has he hires someone to <coughs> hold cue cards oh. for him. Uh, it's on Hulu. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. And ever since I worked for the Nielsen oh. rating company, I don't watch Hulu, so I'm gonna have to find it somewhere else. We'll see if Rob can get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I um, I remember the trailer for that now. 
his he plays the son of Robert Duvall. Yeah, and Duvall and is like accused like, of murder, so he has to go back to his hometown and, and prove. Yeah, that and he, he was a lawyer too, or something. Yeah, but he's come back to his hometown as a lawyer, and he has. I remember the trailer, and I remember thinking I wanted to see that. But again, I don't know why. I then never the next did. Marvel movie came out. And yeah, well, that. that's what it was. It was like, oh, Iron Man 3, okay, or whatever came out that year. So 2014 has been a missed year. <laughs> I guess I didn't watch any movies Robert, that came out Robert that Downey Jr., Vincent D'Onofrio, Billy <laughs> oh, Bob I like, Thornton. I like all of those guys. Yeah. Okay. All right, so, no, we haven't talked about it, but we will. Yes, and thank you for the recommendation. Yeah. Hey, Keep go. them coming, Ma. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, we do have some time left, but let's, like Patrick said, let's uh, get a little bit in the film festival. Yeah. Obviously, we'll have you back on again before then, but if you can just give us just a little bit about what's going on or what the plans are, and then... Yeah, no, no, for sure. And it was actually a perfect time to talk about it, because we're about, I mean, we're about two and a half, almost three months away which sounds like a long time, but it really isn't. <laughs> It'll be here before we know it. Um, Just like moving. Yeah, like, I've uh, been yeah. planning this since November. And, and now it's here. Yeah. And it's like, I'm, oh, okay. I'm uh, so stressed I may now. throw up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and all I have to do is pick that heavy shit up. <laughs> but yeah, we're so right now, we so last Friday, not, well, obviously when this came out, probably like two weeks ago, whenever this comes out, uh, the end of, not the last, yeah, the end, the last Friday of January, I'll put it that way, was the last day to submit. Okay. So we now have every film that's submitted. So now, as the programmer, I'm going through, uh, as films are being submitted, we have a we actually have a team of, and this is something I can talk to you guys about for next year, if you want to go in, that watches the films and helps grade them and, and choose them and stuff. And you basically, it's part of, it's called Film Freeway. You get a login, you go in, you get to watch all these movies, and you basically just say, I really like this. I didn't like this. So we can talk about that for next year if you guys yeah. want to do that. I love, I'm always looking for new people, especially people who enjoy movies and know how to rate movies and stuff too. Uh, well, then I'm yeah. not. No, no. But I mean like can say like like this was good and this should be in the festival or maybe not this time kind of stuff. I mean, it doesn't have to be technical or anything. Yeah, oh, okay. more, yeah not technical, but more like like, you know, just like what you guys talk about on here. Oh, okay. But for movies that aren't necessarily – out there, but we do have movies on there that have like uh, like stars and stuff. Yeah. Like one year we had a Will Ferrell movie come in and stuff. And you like chased them in last year, right? Yeah, we had a, yeah we've had a few movies that just have those, and then also, um, yeah. So I'm glad you said not technical because I think technically we are listed as movie critics, but we are no Robert <clears throat> um, and Egger, whatever. Yeah, it is. Ebert. Thank Ebert. You. Ebert. Yeah. The fuck well, nobody's Robert <laughs> Roger Ebert. No one is him. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we're in that phase right now. So basically in the next two to three weeks, I'll be putting together the schedule. So that'll, and that will come out the first week of March okay. that will come out. Um, so then we'll really know what, when films are the filmmakers know. but I mean, I can tell everybody kind of what's going on. So the first day, so I don't get it wrong. I'm going to look up the exact, it's the last weekend of April, but the first day is actually the Thursday, the 27th yep. of April. And it's basically that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, Friday, uh, Thursday night will be our opening night film. I don't know 100% what that's going to be yet. Mm-hmm. I We have talks about a couple different things with that. Um, and then after that will be, a, we always do a party. And that will be at, I believe that's at Nova uh, here in uh, St. Pete, a place called Nova. Uh, we've done it there in the past. Uh, that that's just like a awesome meet and greet. Everybody you know goes. You guys are obviously invited. We'd love to have you guys there. Uh, I'll make sure you guys have passes for that and stuff. Uh, and then all day Friday, all day Saturday, and then most of the day on Sunday, 
it's just screenings of films, and everything this year is at AMC. Every every screen in the past we've had other uh, theaters outside of the AMC <laughs> and St. Pete, but this year we're doing everything in house just to keep everything very just there. Plus, they just renovated and it's such a nice theater now. Mm-hmm. Like they the new recliner seats, and it's just really nice. Oh. So that'll be fun. Uh, we're also gonna in that theater. We're also gonna do some workshops, mm-hmm. some exciting ones there. Working on that, have, have some uh, act name actors and stuff coming. Corn Nemec will probably do a panel with a few actors. Um, possibly uh, we're working on Jeremy London as well. Okay, because we're working with him on something right now. <coughs> um, and there's a few big ones I can't talk about, but something we will talk about in the future that yeah. you guys may even want to do a little. Recording in the theater floor, and yeah. uh, I can tell you more about that off air right yeah. now, and then later we'll we can talk about it on air once. Yeah, I, yeah. once I confirm everything, yeah. once all the details. Yeah, are yeah. Asked, I don't like those. Is... You know, you, you got to be careful sometimes <laughs> with that stuff. Um, but yeah, and I just you know, and then each night there's like a, a little bit of a of design, well, other than Sunday, so Friday night and Saturday night there's parties as well. Mm-hmm. The one on uh, uh, Friday night is at the Hilton Hotel downtown, and just like their lobby, they. They're, they've always been kind of our hotel. They said, hey, if you want to use this space, they have a bar, all that stuff. That's cool. Saturday nights at a place called Coastal Creative, okay. who I don't know if you guys have been there or know about them. They actually are building, and hopefully it will be installed, they are going to have a wall, a uh, volume wall there. Um, okay. They're building one there. It's like a wow. big warehouse that has, right now it's like a soundstage, but yeah. they're building one. So. We're hoping to show it off there because by then it should be installed 100%. Um, nice. So that'll be fun. And then we'll have drinks and that'll be just like a big party as well. Honestly, none of this festival is about the party. Yeah. But it's honestly, for me, I, I love it because it's all a lot of networking, a lot of, you know, meet and greet kind of stuff, getting filmmakers with filmmakers. You know, one thing I say about our festival compared to ones I've been to around the country, I've been to several and also local ones like even Gasparilla, which I do love Gasparilla and I go over here is we are um, for filmmakers by filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Everyone involved in sunscreen is pretty much a filmmaker in some capacity uh, or have been in, in, at some point in their lives. So we really try to cater to the filmmaker and, and the general public as well, but mm-hmm. that's a lot of our thinking is <laughs> we want to bring filmmakers together. And then because there's been many d- deals over the years made through sunscreen with, you know, we bring in producers, they'll meet, two people and then all of a sudden the next year they come and they're like actually we're working on a project together now you know those kind of things and we've yeah. done it too we have partnerships now with people through the festival so it's in and it's just a lot of fun so i recommend everybody coming i know you guys are going to come mm-hmm. we're going to have you guys set up a podcast thing you know probably similar to what you guys did last year but hopefully maybe you guys can stay the whole time i know yeah. last year you were a little more limited because it was kind of last minute. It, it was very last minute. And I had just gotten back in contact with Tony Armour at the time, like yeah. maybe a couple months prior. And it was all very kind of like, hey, can we do this? And yeah, yeah come on out. And so, you know, and I knew, uh, <clears throat> you know, he had other things going on too. So he was, because he was kind of leaving the, handed over the reins more to you and Brian, if I remember. Yeah, Brian yeah, yeah. And ben and yeah, stuff, yeah, right? yeah, a little bit. I mean, he's still involved, even though he, he's now actually in Dallas now because he's, he's now the. Uh, I know it's sad to see him Dallas. go. I mean, yeah. happy that he had a great opportunity. Oh, but... it's a great opportunity for him. But yeah, no, I, I, I though I, I like to send him pictures of the beach and stuff because <laughs> it snows and stuff there. It's like twenty nine degrees there right now. Oh wow! And uh, he's actually in town this week. Well, okay, we, we were just talking the other day, but, um, but yeah, no. So yeah, no. This year, I'd love to have you guys. And you know what I what we can do too is I think I told us, but I'll say it on areas get um kind of work with some of the actors and the. 
the filmmakers and get them to come to you guys and do a little interview Absolutely. sessions throughout, talk about their films. Yep. Um, that way you guys can, you know, have, I mean, you'll have more content than you'll probably need, but, you know. <laughs> more is be better. Fun. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. So. And we had a blast last year. That was <laughs> like, you know, it was, uh, like I said, I've been to some film festivals here and I knew Tony was doing it and stuff, mm-hmm. and, but just being able to be kind of like a small part of it, even though we're completely off to the grid, you know, we do a podcast, but we talk about movies, but yeah. being involved and even meeting some of the people, like I've still talked to some of them, you know, we had a yeah. couple of the, the girl that was like an actress in one of the movies and uh, a couple of the other guys, but, you know, we connected on Instagram and Facebook and stuff awesome. like that and just kind of reached out and said, hey, if you're ever interested or if you're working on something new, let us know. And, you know, even if you can't come out to us or we can't come to you, if we do it via, you know, Zoom or whatever, you know, we can do that. So um, it definitely was was good but i like more you know keeping in contact with you guys because again for us it's, it's also about the networking about showcasing mm-hmm. what they do <clears throat> i mean everything helps everybody you know it's, oh, it's all about exposure um you know it was fun for us i don't want to speak for gavin and patrick but i think i, I had a great when time I said, i'm looking forward i think to going they're very excited year. about no, it as well no, um glad. but yeah so we're definitely looking forward to it. that's why it's good we have like the time we can plan it out and yeah that's why I, yeah when we <laughs> talked when you you know, invited me back. I said, well, let's also talk about that at some point. And, uh, cause I think it'll be great for you and your audience. And then just, I, you know, I love stuff like this and I love supporting, you know, you guys as well. So yeah, I think it'll be fun. So I really want people to come out. Um, take right now tickets just for what we call like the back, the day pass or whatever. Those things are up right now okay. on Eventbrite. Um, if you go to sunscreenfilmfestival.com and, or probably our best one would be Facebook, uh, mm. our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. If you just look up Sunscreen Film Festival, that'll come up. Uh, that'll be the most up to date with like links and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, and then once March comes, then you can buy individual tickets if people just want to come to this mm. block or this film or yes. this event. You can do that as well. But right now, obviously, because we don't have that schedule yet, <laughs> I haven't finished it. Yeah. And I will. <laughs> uh, it. You know, you can still go on there. And I recommend people getting passes for all three days mm. or four days, really, three and a half days, uh, because you can get to go to everything. You don't mm. have to worry about, you know, this and that. You don't pay, you know, you just can go to the, the workshops, you can go to the parties, you know, all those things. So, especially if people are filmmakers, I always recommend, like, just do the whole thing. Just come out, watch other people's movies, meet the filmmakers, watch the Q&As, go to the workshops. And then come out and, you know, have a drink with some of the people. I mean, in the past, we've literally, I've had, you know, gone and had a beer with uh, 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 Servino. Paul, oh, Paul Servino? Yeah. Paul Servino. Servino. Mm-hmm. Came a few years ago. <coughs> sat there and had a drink with him, you know. And stuff like that because he came to one, of, you know, to one of the parties. And so stuff like that happens. And, you know, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, working on some stuff this year, too, to, you know, we're getting... You know, 2020 kind of hit everybody hard, obviously. So we kind of slowed down our role on getting really big mm-hmm. actors here. Uh, but this year, we're kind of back to trying to get a little more of that going again and and stuff like that. So Nice. Yeah. Awesome. <clears throat> no, that sounds fantastic. And obviously, we will continue to have you back on. And we'll, I mean, we'll Love talk off air, but on air, right. we'll have as more of this stuff progresses. Anytime Gavin doesn't want to come, <laughs> just call me up. Even if Gavin's here, we'll <laughs> yeah, have yeah, back well, on, too. you know. And, uh, you know, we'll get some more info as, as time goes on. Like you said, we get, of course. even though two and a half, three months seems like a long time, you're absolutely right, it goes by super fast. But we will keep everybody informed. And that was at, I know you said AMC, but Sundial. Sundial, yep, yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> AMC Sundial, St. Pete, downtown St. Pete. Uh, it's a great event, like I said. I really, yeah, I recommend anybody, especially if you are in the film industry or you like films, 
come out, you know, and support your, you know, these local filmmakers. And, you know, I say local, there, there's some that are all over the world. Like we <coughs> have, we're working on, you know, I don't know if they're going to be able to come, but we have a Ukrainian film uh, from a, a woman and a woman filmmaker from Ukraine. You know, which I think is awesome, especially right now with everything going on over there. Mm. We met a Polish filmmaker last yeah. year. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. every year we always have. And I'm I'm always surprised at half of the let I you know we we put these films in because we like them and you know but we're mm. like foreign films eh, they probably won't come we get it you know it's expensive or whatever a lot of times they do they just want to they're like this is my vacation to come out <laughs> and hang out with people like me that like film and you know so it's it's always fun to meet those those folks and you know even like i've met people who you know uh there's a group in italy that has italy has some sort of crazy program right now he was telling me about where if you shoot everything there well they basically pay for your phone oh that's like their tax incentive for it like they basically give you whatever i was like so he was like so i mean i don't know all the details don't quote me on any of that but you know it's something that i will hopefully talk to him more about once you know whatever but those are the kind of relationships you get mm. at, the, in, at yeah. any film festival, whether it's ours, which is, you know, I wouldn't say we're we're not Sundance level, but we're not, you know, super mom and pop anymore no. yeah. at all. And no, you know what we saw last year was was still pretty damn good. Oh, I mean, yeah. I was like, it was it, it was exciting. It was, you got the feel. It felt like, like you said, like it's a film festival. Yeah. Like it actually felt like it, you know, because I've been to some small ones here and there, smaller ones, mm -hmm. and you walk in and it just kind of feels like a, like like a film screening at a at a, at a college or something, yeah. you know, like on a Saturday I've night, done those, yeah. you know, I've which done are still before. not bad. Yeah, I mean, I any know media you can get your stuff out, and there. that's where we started. I mean, really, <laughs> it started in a one screen, one room, uh, you know, and Tony and his buddies basically mm -hmm. is where it started. I wasn't even part of it then, uh, so it, and now we're in our 18th year of it. So, and, you know, anybody has to start somewhere, but yeah, I I think just it's such a great time, and I'm looking forward to having you guys there. Absolutely. Yeah, we're looking forward to being there, getting you guys involved Absolutely. more and. And then they can check it out at sunscreenfilmfestival.com dot com, yep. and then also go to the Facebook. Yeah, page we have as Facebook, well. and we have an Instagram, and all those, <laughs> and those are obviously a little more updated. Um, also, we have sponsorship. We're up. We're actually a five hundred one c three, so we're oh, okay uh, as well. So uh, that means non profit. It's non profit. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of uh, so we're always looking for sponsorships okay. and donations and stuff. And you can find all that information on the website. Absolutely. So, you know, I I don't always like selling stuff, but hey, that's how we keep going. Yeah. So, and you know, we're we may get you know one like this year. I'm I'm talking to a company that may do a live stream of some of it, like through there because that's what they do mm -hmm. as a company. And we're, I'm like, you know, we can't really afford it. And they're like, no, no, we want to do this. So it's stuff like that. You if know? you're a 501c3, do you accept volunteers? <laughs> no, yeah, it's all volunteer. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the other thing. So, yeah. So other than the board, which I'm on the board and part of the staff, everything is pretty much volunteer. Mm -hmm. um, and that doesn't even mean I really get paid. I'm just saying, like, other than us, it's yeah. volunteers. So yeah. we do have volunteers. So if you also go to the website... You can sign up to be a volunteer. Okay. Um, there's a lot of different jobs. You can do everything from selling tickets to photographer, videographer, to uh, ushers, to, you know. And I, it's always great also just for if you're in the industry, you get free passes. You know, when you're not working, mm -hmm. you know, you get to go to the parties. You get to go to all these sites because, you know, it's, even well, the parties, we usually need one or two. Uh, volunteers, but like most, we don't need everyone. So yeah. go to the parties, yeah. you know, have a good time, uh, enjoy some of the films and you can kind of choose your schedule too. So if you say, oh my God, or like we have a lot of college students that do it, they might have a film in it. 
they can say, hey, I have a film, it's in this time, I want to be there. Oh, of course. So we'll make sure you're not scheduled then, and you can go see your film, you can do mm-hmm. your Q&A, but then you'll come back and do do that. So we nice. have that a lot, of, a lot of times. It's got to be weird. Like if a volunteer, let's say a filmmaker is one of your ushers, yeah. and he's like, oh, this is my film. Now, if you excuse me, I have to go start my shift out in the lobby. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I'm hey, back in an hour. Let me know. That's, like yeah, that. <laughs> I mean, and hey, that it's you know it's a good experience, and you know, and honestly, I started out as basically a volunteer, and then wiggled somehow wiggled my way <laughs> into, into the uh, now you know into the onto the board and and working it and everything. So it's nice. awesome, man. Yeah. And and just a just a quick simple keynote because we are about almost out of time. Mm. But uh, just to bring up a point of like how impactful it can be, like. We did quite a few interviews last time, mm-hmm. and five, six, and you mentioned the, the the one guy. We only spoke to him maybe about thirty minutes, um, almost a year ago. But I could tell you his name is Pierre Corbin, and he was mm-hmm. working on the, the, basically how the rise of Bitcoin is taking over yes, currency. Yep. So I remember, the, I remember that from yep. a year ago, from only talking to this guy for thirty minutes. While because with all the other film festival stuff going on. You can forget a lot of things, mm-hmm. but I mean, I remember Michaela Kane. Mm-hmm. She was on there. I mean, we had. I want to see. Um... Corbin's uh, sequel to the Bitcoin one, the failure of Bitcoin after the giant yeah. crash. Oh, yeah. months ago. Well, which... he might do another one now. So, <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah. But I just want to bring up like that. That was to me was no, like great. how impactful it can be. Like I can remember that off the top of my head, just like that, just from talking to somebody for a couple minutes. But it was a uh, it was a good time, and we'd look forward to it again. We will keep everybody up to date. Uh, SunscreenFilmFestival.com. Go to the website, Instagram. Okay. Tickets are up and ready. If you want to volunteer, um, you can also. Email us at talk to us at Movie Talks and Chill. And if you want to get more information, if you having trouble finding an avenue, we'll forward it to you guys. Yeah, please do. Um, so that is all the time we have for our show. Uh, Doug, thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to our partnerships and just hanging out again, you know, mm-hmm. man, and thank just talking you. and bullshit movies. And I could do this all day. <laughs> and, and if you'd like to come and see Cocaine Bear with us, I may. I actually we are may going do on that. the Saturday on the twenty fifth. Okay, the day after opening. Okay, and we're gonna go at the eleven twenty showing. Oh, nice. At AM. So yeah. yeah. You're more than welcome to join us. I so. may be joining you. That sounds like a blast. <laughs> yeah. right. And actually, I do know a lot of people at courtside, so they probably know. So I probably yep. know a few people going. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so thank you so much for uh, joining thank us. You. We'll be talking soon. Uh, for Movie Talks and Chill, we are your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Patrick Wall. And our special guest. I'm Doug Sherhart. All right, guys, take care. Don't forget, guys, you can visit us at our website, movietalksandchill.com. Email us at talktous at movietalksandchill.com or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie Talks and Chill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and Overcast. New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then. Theme music for our podcast was composed, arranged, and performed by Paul the Rock. <laughs>